hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. Information about technology. Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thanks for listening, thanks for downloading to Blokes Talking Tech, episode 108, I believe it is now, Stephen, and we are live in the Tech Guide studios, complete with, I've got to say, a, a removed by friction pen. I mean, this is amazing <laughs> technology here, people. I've written the rundown with a pen on paper, and Stephen's gone, you know, you can rub that out. It's not a pen, it's I a pencil. Believe, I can't believe all the technology we talk about, and that's what's fascinating you the most. <laughs> Fascinated by wow. this. I can, I can rub you out can rub my out writing, and it's not it's a, a pencil. It's a revolution, a revolution. We may have to do a whole podcast on that, Stephen, <laughs> um, but it won't be uh, It won't be uh, two bucks talking tech. It'll be two bucks talking pens, and it'll probably yes. be a one-off, unfortunately. Yes. We're here to talk all things technology in your life, and uh, the, the technology of the last week, we've got stacks of news, and it's all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. And uh, we should mention, Trevor, that we are recording a day late today. Um, Feels that you've way. Been, you've been laid up with a, with a bit of a back problem. I think, what is the, you, you lifted the iPad up too, too many times? Or what <laughs> happened there, mate? laughing. <laughs> I actually didn't see that one coming. You did tell me you were going to take the mickey out of me. I didn't realize well, it was going to be that funny. There you go. It, you know what? Yeah. The iPad uh, wasn't the culprit. It was uh, it was home uh, yard work. But uh, oh. anyway, I, I do have a very, very Good excuse back. to get out of it now. Yeah, I know, exactly. Oh, my doctor de- said my me delicate today, back. Doctor said to me today, take it easy. And I said, what is, just explain, what do you mean by take it easy? Does that mean... I'm not allowed to go to work or whatever. He goes, no, just just no uh, no lifting. I went, that's fine. I won't lift the kids up. No running, no jogging. I said, well, that's pretty easy. Don't do that normally. <laughs> anyway, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennig. And I feel like we should be playing Happy Birthday. We've done that before, but uh, not to us. It's not Two Blokes Talking Tech. It's Happy Birthday to the mobile phone. 40 years old. I mean... I gotta be honest, I did a story today on this and I said to the reporter, I said, I, I just wouldn't have picked it was 40 years old. But I guess when you think about the original piece of technology, I mean, yeah. we did recently, uh, in Australia, it had been around for, was it 20, 20 years or 25? 25 years. Um, old. you know, so it's, it's obviously not been a piece of technology we've been well aware of for 40 years, but yeah. it's been around for 40 years. It's amazing. Yeah. It's fascinating too. The, uh, the actual date is April the 3rd, 1973, which is the fourth year, which mm-hmm. is today. And, uh, it, the first call was made by an engineer from Motorola named Martin Cooper, and he was on 6th Avenue in New York City when he made that first call. Now, there are a couple of differing stories though, about who he oh. called. Have you heard about this? He, no. The, call, the, the stories I've heard is the fact that he, he – one story is that he rang his office to say, yes, it's working. The other story is that he rang a rival engineer from Bell Laboratories <laughs> to say, hey, get this into you, I'm making the first mobile call and you're not. So we don't know which is the truth there. I, I, I back the, the latter there. There's no, in my mind, an engineer, he would have, he, because he, what he would have done, he would have rung, you know, the bloke at, at Nokia Bell, or Bell, Bell, Labs, Bell yeah. and gone, you know, oh, I've done it and you haven't. And then he would have picked up the phone to his bosses and said, I'm making the first call to you, you know, yeah. just to stick it to well, them. But um, we should mention the actual brick he was using, mate. Oh, mate. It was a Dynatac, uh, Motorola Dynatac weighs, one, forget you picking this up, it weighs a kilo. 
And it's got a, had a battery life of just 20 minutes. And we now have phones that have battery lives of days. Even, even yeah. smartphones do have battery lives of days if you don't use them much. And, and they weigh 130, 150 grams. It's, Incredible. it's amazing because, and you think about it, there's so much here to think about. And I've, I've tried to kind of graph it in my mind so many times. You, the, the usage of mobile phones obviously crept up and up and up making phone calls. And then, you know, that probably plateaued and then text messages and took off and that, that probably plateaued. And now phones are kind of the actual use of a phone as a phone is dropping off. Mm. Text messaging probably slowly declining and internet things like internet messaging or uh, email and web browsing taking off. It's, it's an amazing evolution of the use of this technology, let alone the technology itself, which has now become tiny. Um, extremely powerful, super smart. It's just th- these people wouldn't have foreseen oh, this would forty not, years ago. Would not have ap- imagined in their wildest dreams where it would have gone. Now, after forty years, there, there's a worldwide penetration now of five billion devices in the world, and 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 they're also saying too that it was the the fastest technology adoption of all time. Like so, the the, the from from zero to where we are today, mm. fastest of any technology. And and you know the other thing is think about Australia. I think there are more, not more, but it's very clear there's not more mobile phones than there are people, but there are more accounts, accounts. more SIM cards yeah. using the mobile phone network, which you've got to give. Credit to to the original development here of the network because you know even though it's a very different network today it's it's a different technology the concept of a mobile network alone has borne out what we see today and we, this is going to continue to evolve you know next year when analog TV switched off we're going to have more spectrum in the air and who knows how they'll use that spectrum it's just the, the continual evolution of this space is is awesome and I don't know about you but I got asked today several times you know what's next and it's like I can't even begin to tell you what's next I mean it's crazy because the next six months is hard to pick let alone the next three years I think uh, we're reaching a time now where smartphones obviously some terrific smartphones out right now Mm. but we're waiting for the revolution now. We've had a lot of evolution. Yep. I think we're waiting for the now the, the smartphone revolution. Is it going to be a wearable device? Uh, you know, inserted in your brain. We don't know what's next, and that that is coming. I think sooner rather than later. But um, oh, I think I'm with you there. I think that, uh, and I actually again, the, the only thing that came to mind was was the watch. This watch revolution yes, that's the happening. Smart watch. And, you know, uh, the watch that's an accessory or an accessory to your phone is one thing, but the watch that replaces your phone will be the big mm. thing. I think, and you can imagine that happening because the brains of the device can fit there, and you just have a Bluetooth earpiece on. It's quite possible that well, that could happen. I'm, I'm imagining with the watch situation, and maybe even just an earpiece. Situation that this, the device might actually be divided into two pieces. Like there might be an ultra small part of the device uh, that just fits in your pocket that you never have to look at. Yeah. And then the other half of the device is the watch. So, so that rather than having it one big device, it's two smaller devices connected wirelessly, of course. Uh, I think so. So it brings that wearable technology and something that, that sort of just sits in your pocket that you don't have to. Touch or look. At. I think it will be. I think it'll be a single thing. It'll be the watch. But I think that what the the second thing will be will be that the second screen. So yeah. the small screen on your watch will do some stuff, but then your tablet or your smaller thing like the Galaxy Note style stuff mm. that you use for other purposes will be, enable a second screen to your watch phone. That kind of stuff. That's it's half the battle. Crazy. We want a big screen. We want we want that there, but. Uh, you, you, you want a big screen, but you don't want such a big device. Yeah. It's uh, Where's the zone? I don't, I'm not it's sure. It's an amazing thing to think about the future of. It is 40 years ago. And it's interesting, too, Well, to finish off on, it was Motorola, and Motorola is now Google. You know, Google now owns Motorola. So you think about the dominance of a company like Motorola that created not only the, the physical phone technology but the, 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 the networking technology around it. 
uh, are now owned by an internet company called Google, who were just nothing. They even wouldn't have foreseen that forty years ago. Well, certainly, if they saw if they foresaw Google forty years ago, they would have been doing a lot better. Than they, it, yeah. they wouldn't have had to get bought by Google, would they? That's true. So, uh, yeah, the mobile phone. Happy birthday! And you can read some of the background facts, including that uh, riveting anecdote around. I mean, it is. It's a bloody funny story. Around that it first is, phone call, uh, you should run that as a poll. I don't want to tell you how to run your website, yeah, but what sure, do you mate. think was the sure. real first phone call? I'll get call? you to do it if you want. I'll make uh, you an employee at uh, techguide.com.au. Now, I don't know whether you can remember back uh, late last year, November 20 to be precise, there was uh, a massive online sale that was uh, oh, I hyped, remember. hyped up beyond <laughs> all uh, beyond all belief. It was click frenzy. And yeah. uh, it was touted as the sale that would stop a nation, where, in fact, on the night, 7 p.m. Sydney time, the uh, the onslaught to the server literally brought it to its knee. So it was uh, rather than a click sale, it was rather a click, click fail. fail. It so, was uh, a shocking a disaster. Shocker. They, you know, they, oh, no, this is the thing, and I'll go back to the logger on this one when they say the same thing this time round. But what's happened is they've announced they're going to they're going to do it all over again, and uh, they're going to have another click frenzy, which hopefully won't have this problem. But they said, I heard them on breakfast radio. They were asked the question, "Can you cope with the demand?" And they said, "We're ready for a million. And now they say, "Oh, we were only ready for uh, you know a hundred thousand or something." They they completely <laughs> good misjudged. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what lunatics! They yeah. completely misjudged it. You, you can tell me more about it in a minute, but I'll just digress quickly. I got followed today on Twitter by Click Fonzi. Click Fonzie. Which hey. is clearly We're someone. Doing the, go, hey. it, it, that, the only tweet that was sent out 30 minutes ago is, hey, Click Fonzie. <laughs> so someone's clearly going to be taking the Mickey for the next month out of Click Frenzy. And you know what? On the click and you know what? Account. That account won't ever be able to do. It'll never say that it's wrong. Remember how in yeah, yeah. days goes, I was. Rrr, rrr. The server say, went. Duh, duh. Hey, hey, you know I. <laughs> I really enjoy a good good deal. Anyway, tell, tell me the date. And tell April twenty three. People. They should have run on PM. April first. Well, that that was. Uh, I think we've, we've already passed that date, but that would have been a good, good joke as well. But they're going to coincide it with Mother's Day. Mother's Day is yeah, uh, yeah. in May. And they've actually even announced the dates for the later click frenzies for the year. There's, there's going to be what another one. What are they hoping? One. People distribute their well, shopping load so they don't have to worry about server well, load? there's an end of financial year uh, sale on June 30. There'll be a Father's Day click frenzy on August 13. Mm. And a pre-Christmas sale, kind of around Thanksgiving. You know how they have their Black Friday sales? Mm. November 19. So mm. And at the anniversary of the first click fail. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, hopefully could be this the, time Could be the be fourth anniversary <laughs> by then. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. But they haven't announced yet. And I find this very curious. They haven't announced the retailers that are joining them. I think mm. there may have been some retailers that got a little bit burnt by Still the Still amazed uh, by the, the pen that time. rubs itself out. There you go. Yeah. Can you um, pay attention, but, Trevor. But What's interesting about Click Frenzy, and I said this afterwards, Click Frenzy um, was just it was just a, a single page website that just referred you to other websites. Yeah. So it was a linking site. Yeah, my right. advice is just ignore Click Frenzy and just go, go to, to bloody Target and and <laughs> Maya their websites and just check for the deals. Let's hope Click Frenzy uh, aren't listening, Trevor. We just told them to bypass their website. But well, anyway, if it's going to go down, yeah. if it's going to fail, but then there, there is a mechanism in place that gives them the kind of the credit for that and uh, yeah. the, the exclusive offer. But what they, will happen? They clip the ticket on the way through. Well, no let, let, let me go this way. Then my advice to the retailers who sign up for Click Frenzy yeah. is to have a fallback plan. Have a plan because what they do is they hide the sale. So if there's you know a diamond ring that's half price, mm. they hide that from people that don't come through Click Frenzy. Uh-huh. So if you just go direct, you don't see it. So if the Click Frenzy f- site fails, just make the make the sale live yep. and, and tell your people about it on do Facebook it and Twitter. Absolutely. Click Frenzy. You can read more about version two of Click Frenzy at techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes.
Alex Talking Tech. Now, you and I receive some uh, very cool things in the post via courier, whatever it is, um, week by week, day by day. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a rort, I'll, I'll admit. A rort. It's, I love oh. it. Uh, sometimes it's awesome <laughs> stuff. Sometimes it's completely useless. This week, I received something completely useless, uh, unless I'd run out of dishwashing cloths, ah. and that was a little sponge. Ah, yeah, I, yeah. I see where you're going with this. You see where I'm I going see where you're this. going. Yeah, yeah. With it. Sorry. So I open up the envelope. There was a letter from Logitech. You know who I love? <laughs> I love Logitech products. There's at least ten of them around us here in this Tech Guide yes. studios. And it was a, it was a sponge. And the idea here is they've launched a, a, a washable, fully washable keyboard. Now the, Can they I ask actually that, said before you go on, was yeah. your was your sponge blue or pink? It was it was yellow. Yellow, really? Yeah. I got a blue one, okay. and, and a lot of the female tech journals got pink ones. But oh, you, is you're obviously some sort of, something in the middle there. With is there some sort of sex? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They're giving you a yellow one. I don't know what that is. I got a blue one. <laughs> but anyway, you continue. They couldn't pick, but anyway, blue next time. <laughs> was there dramas about that with the female no, tech so journals? A few, comments, a, a few comments on Twitter. Yeah, a uh, bit of sponge sexism uh, comments uh, on there. Let it go, people. <laughs> uh, just don't send Tracy Spicer one. She'll freak out. Anyway, um, very, very big on the feminist stuff on the on the Twitter. Tracy's a listener. Hello, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Love your work. Just calm down a bit. Um, so this keyboard is fully washable. Now they made a point in the in the start of the of the, the email release. Have you ever turned your keyboard over and tapped it on, on the desk? Oh. And it's quite a filthy thing to do. Just don't do it when people are around because it's quite embarrassing. <laughs> you turn it over and you get you know the odd breadcrumb or whatever it is. Yeah, you know fingernails, fingernails, like just skin, whatever it is. Yeah. It's just it's disgusting, right? Yeah. And so the idea here is you can actually put this thing in the sink and wash it. Yes. It's washable, but you it actually looks upside, like a really nice keyboard. It too. does. Yeah, it looks a lot like the Apple keyboard, but the, the opposite. The yeah, keyboard. the kind of opposite. It's kind of black with white keys. Yes, but, uh, but really nice, like raised keys as well. I actually really want to have a go. Sealed. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for mine to turn up in the post, and I will definitely be putting in the sink. But mm. um, you think of all the times. What? Can you type people... from the sink? I guess you can because <coughs> it's waterproof, so you can keep it plugged in. Are you going to have your computer near the sink? I doubt. I doubt it. It's got to have a USB connection. Oh, so no. Well, let's give it a try. Let's relax. put a laptop Relax there. for a second, please, mate. You're not I'm gonna totally videoing there. that. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm what I saying is that I, I spend a lot of my day in front of a keyboard. Mm. And uh, more often than not, you've got maybe a drink or a sandwich or whatever there. And you, you might be spilling things, dropping crumbs, or yep. even, God forbid, spilling a drink over your keyboard. And normally, if I that have... happens, you just put it in the bin and buy a new one. Exactly. I have an not Apple now, keyboard though. wiped out for that very reason. There you go. And even you might have young kids in front of a computer. Don't it's uh, so it's and it's only forty nine bucks, which is great value. So because it's worth cheap, having it even as a spare keyboard. Cheap keyboards are, are literally you know twenty or thirty bucks. So you're basically paying an extra ten or twenty bucks for the water, which is pretty good value when yeah. it could theoretically outlast all of those other cheap ones for this Absolutely. very reason. So Absolutely, a great little investment um, from Logitech if you're interested in a new keyboard. Nothing, you know, amazingly feature packed about it, other than you can wash it. Yeah. So it's and, and, it, and it doesn't doesn't need any software to install. Like, there's no drivers. Just, just plug and play. You don't it's, need to install anything. It's a good old everyday keyboard, and Logitech do them well. So uh, check it out. There's uh, photos and the YouTube video that Logitech did at TechGuide.com.au. And it's all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, the place to go for all your home and uh, small business networking needs. Uh, Netgear have got you connected. So just think about for a minute as you're driving home, you're walking to work, whatever it is, because you're listening at any time. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning.
it's always important to remember the podcast could be anyone anytime that uh, you know think of the devices in your home how many mobile phones in your house how many tablets how many computers and I don't mean you have to have all of those things even if you've just got three devices connecting those three devices together so they can share data share files and share things across your network let alone connecting at speed and using the best technology Netgear have got you covered and you can uh, check out all the Netgear products including Wi-Fi range extenders which take the Wi-Fi signal into those dead spots in your home great solution from Netgear and you can read more about that at netgear.com.au Two Blokes Talking Tech You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick Well, Belkin is a company that makes a lot of uh, excellent accessories for mm, nice. computer accessories, cases, you name it the Wemo device, they're quite a diverse company now, but their latest uh, product is the uh, the ultimate keyboard case for the iPad Now, the previous segment we were talking about Logitech mm. Logitech have a super slim keyboard for the iPad, the which you are rocking yep. you are rocking right here in the Tech Guide Studios. Belkin has actually come up with their own version of this case which allows you to use the keyboard and then turn it into a case where you're not using the keyboard so it allows you to arrange it like a laptop with keyboard in front <clears throat> yep you can even fold the keyboard back underneath the ipad so you might want to use it to read uh, so you don't need the keyboard and then fold it up uh as a case when you're done so yeah. uh and it all, it's all held together by magnets the, the ipad is held together held in place with a magnet you close the lid and the magnet also puts it to sleep as well so that's uh, due out may 13 one thirty nine ninety five. Uh, I'm really curious to see this one. Belka makes some good gear. I think this is going to be a pretty good one. Yeah, nice quality gear, and it's a, it's actually it's slightly different because it's got that kind of those different options. Where the Logitech, you kind of it's on either on or off. It's it's not yep. really anything else. Um, but you know, right? And, and Bell can do. They've got a stack of different iPad cases, and I had one the other day, which has got a uh, like a removable little keyboard in it. So it's just that point around iPads, and I think it's important for people that have got iPads, and a lot of business people are getting iPads kind of by default these days. And it's always interesting to me when I pull out, and then, you know, I use the Logitech. But when you when you sit in a meeting and you, and you pull out your iPad, you sit it up, and some people go, well, "Really? I didn't know you could do that." Yeah. And the number of people that put a keyboard on their iPad, like this Belkin one or whatever other one it is, and actually find it much more useful. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say the iPad is useless without an, uh, a keyboard, but certainly people in business, people who take notes, people who are writing minutes, people who are just you know in meetings looking for files. That you know what the keyboard adds value to the iPad in my opinion. Mm. Now it does add you know a hundred bucks or more to the to the yep. cost because you have to buy one if you want one. But you know what I think people people especially in business who use an iPad a lot get great benefit from a keyboard. Absolutely. And, and this new Belkin well, one is a great opportunity. The iPad is a great con- content consumption tool without a keyboard. Great for reading browsing, whatever, but I think when it comes time for people to actually do some work on it, mm. I think the, the keyboard is a little bit of a security blanket. They, they want to feel those keys under their fingers. Yep. And being able to carry a keyboard around with the iPad, provide protection with a case, all of that rolled into one, then the Belkin, and we've seen earlier, obviously, with the Logitech 2, uh, is also uh, a very popular range you know of what, products. They, Belkin had to be in this space because Logitech are smashing it with the Ultra thing. They so they had to be in this space, and hopefully it's as good, if not better, uh, the Belkin uh, iPad keyboard out soon. You can read more about that at techguide.com.au. If there's a day of the year that I hate, it's... It's <laughs> April Fool's, and not because I, you know, fall for tricks or something, and I, we'll talk about that in a minute, because I did get hammered by my wife and a trick. <laughs> um, the uh, the thing about it is, you know, Twitter is an amazing 
thing. And in my opinion, it's just unbelievable in terms of what it can do in terms of information gathering. And yeah. I, I spend I spend most mornings just looking through Twitter for stuff. And the first of April is the morning where you go, just don't look, just don't look, because you don't you don't know whether to trust anything. You got to second guess everything that happens now. Mm. Um, when I woke up, uh, and this is the other problem with it is it's the time zones. Exactly. April Fools goes for like it's, two and a half uh, days for us, right? March thirty one. Google. America. Um, we'll talk about a couple of a couple of um fun ones that we saw, but I Google had one that didn't get a lot of play. Actually, it was uh, it was a Gmail one. This didn't come out until the American April Fools, but it was this video that talked about how Gmail was going to be all new, and they they had completely rethought Google Mail, and it was called Google Mail Blue, Gmail Blue. And you know what? It was everything was blue. The button was blue. Instead of being grey, it was blue. So basically, Gmail was exactly the same except blue. And there, there was a message kind of saying Gmail's already awesome. What would we need to do better to it? Um, and then the other one Google did that I saw was the Google Nose. It was this like smellovision style thing. It was an immediately obvious April yeah. Fool. So I don't know. Google's Most got of a history. Them, Google's got a history of doing some. April I think they Fools, could save pranks. some serious money by not not doing yeah. April Fools pranks, don't you? They spent a bit of time uh, and money on the bloody videos. But you did. you had a pretty fun one on I the website. Did. Yeah, I had one. Sneak is the is the budget brand that is stocked through JB Hi-Fi. Yep. I got called TVs. up. I got pull, I was interviewing a boy from Sneak this week or Sonic, and I actually I think I said the word cheap or budget, and he kind of pulled me up on it, not in a bad way. And then I went to their website. It says cheap TVs. Yeah. Hello. Anyway, they are budget. On. They are budget probably. Anyway, they they sent a release out with an embargo date for April 1, so I'm oh. thinking, hello, why are we going, honey? And it was all about a remote control. I thought it was a clever a clever April Fool's Day prank. And it said that, you know, as we know, men love to hog the remote control. They're going to release a the, the control remote that detects the male pheromones and makes it active. So it only work in the hands of a man. It will become a brick in the hands of a woman. <laughs> and a lot of the comments that I got was, oh, this is outrageous. Oh, hang on. I just realised what date it was. So um, <laughs> yeah. it, that, that was a good prank. Another prank I quite liked too was uh, the YouTube April Fool's Day prank, which yep. is one of my favourites. YouTube actually came out and said, after eight years, uh, we're just letting you all know that this is all. This whole thing has been a competition to find the best video. We're gonna we're gonna close YouTube <laughs> down and judge the best video, which uh, a lot of people I think took seriously for a but, moment. You know what they, they 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 took it for a while though because they continued over this whole two and a half day period. They started <laughs> doing judging. They actually started you know judging the best video of all time before the shutdown. It was pretty crazy. But the the kind of uh, not the best one of all, but I think one of the bit well thought out ones was Kogan, yeah. um, Vookie from uh, Kogan's PR. Our company set out a press release and uh, announced that Kogan was going bricks and mortar. Now, as soon as I saw it, I knew it was yes. April Fool's. So did I. There was someone that <laughs> fell for it. I'll be honest, um, a, a journal that fell for it. But yeah. it was just—it was a great idea because, and you, you pointed something out to me. Um, it was—it was launching a bricks and mortar store in Chadston, and there was something unique about the the address. The address is actually the address of the Harvey Norman store in Chadston. So, so it's very not, cheeky. Not just a funny idea, but he put a bit of thought into it too. He so, did too. Um, yes. So good stuff, and uh, always a good time to maybe be on holidays or just avoid the internet. On April Fool's, yeah, if but you yeah, don't there like was it. another. Did you see what Lindsay Lohan did on April Fool's Day? She announced that she was pregnant. She uh, did it like two days after April yeah, Fool's well, Day. Uh, who's the April Fool then? Lindsay Lohan. Hello, <laughs> she's the April Fool. She, she missed was, the date. Was it actually an April Fool's? I show? think it was late on April Fool's Day. But isn't the rule that if you go up, <laughs> it's got to be midday. 12, yeah, if you go up so, twelve. You're so what about this? I, I went. To, uh, my wife wasn't feeling great, and we didn't have many supplies in the house. You know, the shops are closed, so we yeah. we had to duck out and get the basics. I took Harry with me, little Harry, and we went out. To, to work. So I came back with the basics and Amanda was standing at the front door, still in her dressing gown, to be honest. And she's, she's got, she had a, in a plate, a, a plate of Oreo biscuits and she's gone, um, she's gone, oh, geez, I've been waiting for you. It took forever because the kids all want a biscuit. So we want, want to wait for you to get back. And I went, oh, yeah, sweet. No worries. Grabbed an Oreo, chomped into it, 
as did Jackson at the same time, <laughs> full of toothpaste. Okay? She had taken the, the Oreo biscuit, oh. taken the cream out and put toothpaste in it. Full credit to my wife. She That's absolutely got me. I That's threw the biscuit one. across the bloody house. Oh. Uh, and Jackson just kept eating it. Amazing. Is that right? Well, that's one way to make him wash his teeth. <laughs> but um, but it was a very good prank, uh, which she found on Pinterest. So there, Pinterest has a purpose in life. There you go, yes. Anyway, April Fools, you can read that Sonic uh, TV remote story. It's still at techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, Optus have uh, come up with some BYO plans, and by that we don't mean bring your own alcohol to the barbecue. We mean bring your own smartphone. Don't drink and phone. Yes, uh, bring your own smartphone to the plans. Now, uh, the the couple of advantages of that is the fact that uh, you're paying less for your plan because you are not paying off a device. So you either buy a device outright or you earn a hand-me-down device from another member of your family which or Which happens a, friend, a lot. Which is very common. Uh, but what, what uh, Optus also allow here too is access to their 4G network with uh, their BYO SIM plan. Now, as we know, there is companies like a Maysim, a Live Connected that offer BYO plans, but only able to access the 3G network. I know a Maysim only allows, uh, is it, is it 3G access to the Optus network? Yes. So you don't, don't get the 4G speeds. Oh, you know, it's an interesting one. I haven't really confirmed that yet. Mm. Um, because, but I think it is, I think it is only 3G on those ones because, yeah. because they allocate the, the network in yeah. that way. So this is a really interesting move because, and I reckon it is actually because Optus has realized that people are actually churning. They're actually moving to those mm. low cost carriers. No matter what the service, no matter what the drama, people are moving to Amazim, Coke and Aldi, all these different yeah. companies. And they have to offer something. Now, this isn't as compelling as those, those offers. No. Um, but it is, the thing is, it's, it's month to month. And that's what, that's what matters to people. They want to, they want to go month to month. They want that freedom. I think they want that flexibility. But the, yep. the top of the line plan is the $60 a month plan, which is actually an introductory offer. It's usually 65 a month. And the 65 though is a 12 month contract, gives you access, unlimited calls, unlimited texts. Two gigabytes of data, which might not not enough for me. I've got to say, the average user is only three to five hundred, though. Yeah, the average mobile phone user well, is still maybe only this using is a story for another day. Then, but uh, I've noticed my Telstra usage, and uh, I'm not alone here. I might be uh, revealing a bit of a, a, a widespread problem here. Hmm. My Telstra data usage has rocketed in the last couple of months. I'm using, I've heard that from I'm people. using two and a half gig, three gig a month, and I'm thinking, how the hell is that possible? You got to check all your on your well, iPhone. You got to check all those iCloud. I do things. too. I'm hearing that that though that they're counting on your plan uh, when you, even when you're using Wi-Fi, no. it, it's engaging your 4G or 3G signal. Instead, so I think there's. Uh, this is a story for another day, though. We'll I'll be looked delving into that on Tech Guide. We'll see how we go there. But anyway, back to Optus, BYO plans start at twenty bucks a month, forty bucks a month. Also, they're the month to month plans. They come come with uh, twenty twenty dollar plan comes with two hundred dollars worth of value, twenty five cent SMSs, two hundred gig of data. Forty plan brings you up to five hundred bucks worth of value, unlimited text, one gig of data, and they're both month to month. So if you want to switch, go up, go go down, get out all together, you can. $60 gets you everything unlimited, 2 gig of data, 12-month contract. And it's all available to read about at the Tech Guide website, techguide.com.au. So the HTC One, which we talked about a few weeks ago um, at its launch, is is a glorious phone, and it's uh, we've finally today got the the in-store dates. There were some production delays and different things like that coming up with this, and so it turns out now you're going to get pre-orders pretty much starting now, but in the next few days, um, and it'll be in-store from April 23. Now it's actually come out for everyone: Optus, Telstra, Virgin Mobile, and Vodafone. 
Smart move by Virgin to, to get into this launch phase because mm-hmm. normally we only mention the big guys. Yes. So it's quite smart for, for Virgin to just put their hand up and, and run it that way. The through, only other device office. they do that for? iPhone. Yeah, right. This says a lot. I think it says a lot about this product because uh, this has been, to me, I think probably one of the better smartphones. We've got it right here in the yep. Tech Guide studio. One of the better Android smartphones. Smart move coming out on April 23rd because uh, we're anticipating the Galaxy S4 yep. a week or two after that. So they yep. want to get in ahead of that. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I think it's two, three bucks on a, on a $60 plan, $60, $0 on a $65 plan. Yep. But I think this is the device that, uh, from the reviews, the early reviews I've read and even in my own mind is, uh, and, and my review will be up around the time of launch, uh, that this has kind of got the edge, the features and the build. It's got the edge on a couple of the other devices. I, I, I would nearly put this in, in the, it's definitely in the top three. Um, right now for me because the build quality is unbelievable when you pick this thing up it's it's a gorgeous phone it's well built it's not plasticky and oh, i love the samsung galaxy but it just does still feel cheap feels right yeah. whereas this feels like a solid phone they've put a lot into the design it's got the same um time and cut style edge around it to the to the iphone 5 which does give it a, a really mm-hmm. nice look um but it's also got a really good quality screen on it and the thing i do like there's two things i like about it feature wise in the actual phone, and you'll, you'll cover this extensively in your review. The blink feed, this, this social feed thing, is actually bloody good. Um, <clears throat> it's actually a really nice homepage way to see everything that's happening in your world. I use things like Zeit and Prismatic to read about the news and find out what's happening. This is a great replacement yeah, for those things. And, it is good. And the camera technology, and we talked about this with um, the LG um, and the Samsung phones yep. launched recently. Cameras are, are the bee's knees. This is what you have to do right. Now, some of the stuff in this thing with Zoe, which is what they're calling the kind of cool camera stuff, that, that kind of actually takes videos at the same time as taking photos, and uh, it's like, hang on, it's called video. Why are we calling it photos? Anyway, <laughs> it's confusing, but it does allow you to do some very smart things like take people out of photos, mm. find the best smile for people, and there's some really cool stuff with action photos. If done well, it's not perfect, Every time, I'll be honest, I tested it at the Formula One, um, you know, to get some really nice action shots where you actually, like if a kid jumps a skateboard ramp, you can actually have him like five frames in one photo. Some very, very cool stuff. My favorite, uh, and I've been reviewing it for about a week now, is the ability to control your television. So you can, the, the on-off key at the top is actually where infrared. the infrared comes out of it. The front speakers too. The, Brilliant. It's, it's got two front speakers. They sound amazing. You, you think, because wow, they're that's at quality. the front. They're that's pushing quality. towards you. Yeah. No, they, they've put a lot of thought into this HTC. I think they took a bit of a dip last year. They, they kind of weren't, fell down. I think, uh, they weren't releasing as many phones for a start, but, yeah. uh, they, well, they were, they were up there, then sort of took a bit of a dip and now they're back again, I think. If with this. they made a decision to stop rolling out crazy numbers of phones to concentrate on one, mm. good decision. Absolutely. And yeah. when I mean concentrate on one, I mean concentrate on one phone, this being the HTC One. Maybe that's why it's got the name. One. Oh, hello. They've, they've called them. They've called yeah, the One X, the One yeah, yeah, it's just a bit weird. It's actually, which, which really, from a, from a company point of view, stupid. Keyword yeah. search-wise, really hard to find this phone. Absolutely. Because when you search for HTC One, you find the One X, and it's actually confusing to people. They so, should have called it HTC The One. Or they should have just called it something else. <laughs> yeah. Um, two, but anyway. Two, three. Anyway, great phone. You'll have a full review later in the month. Yes, and, uh, and really impressive stuff. If you're in the market for a smartphone, I'm telling you now, the next two to three months are brilliant for you. 
Get in the market. Get a new phone. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen All right. Without any further ado, and without the backing vocals of um, buzzers and counters, Stephen, your minute review, starting with the beautiful BlackBerry Z10. Yes, I have completed my review on Tech Guide. The Z10 is, I've described, the most important device BlackBerry has released. Now, they're playing catch-up with a touchscreen device. They ha- they've had they've tr- had attempts in the past that were, were miserable failures, unfortunately. Good news is the Z10 is actually a quality product. The, the hardware uh, is in, on par with a lot of other devices in the market. The new BB10 operating system also uh, fits in really nicely, keeps a lot, retains a lot of the BlackBerry DNA. It's all gesture controlled. There are no buttons on the device, on the front of the device anyway, all gesture controlled. Apps keep running in the background. You can jump in and out of the apps, check your emails, check all your messages. So it retains that hub feeling where you can dip in and out of what you're doing if mm. you do need to complete a message. Excellent touchscreen keyboard. One of the best touchscreen keyboards I've ever used. It's got the word next word prediction. You flick up on the letter to get your next word. You can zip through uh, messages really quickly. Uh, it's just a shame that this wasn't out three years ago, is what I've said in the review. It, it's it's too little too late, I think, for, for BlackBerry. There's, I mm. can't see Android users or iPhone users abandoning that platform to come back to this device. If this was out three years ago, they'd have uh, market share in the 20-30% range wow. is my prediction. But if you're a dedicated BlackBerry user, a worthy device to move up to, mm-hmm. even if you're coming to the smartphone for the first time, again, worth your consideration. 4.2-inch screen, double dual-core processor, 16-gig uh, internal memory available on Telstra and Optus. I won't ruin it, but gets three and a half stars on techguide.com.au. <laughs> two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And to round it all out, mate. We have the Denon Exercise Freak. That's one of my favourite product names, I've got to say. Ever. The Exercise Freak, and these are wireless earphones. Now, they do look like a pair of uh, hearing aids connected by a cord, but they do. The good thing about it is that's hidden by your the back. It hides behind the back of your ears. Sounds excellent. Like Doesn't hearing have a cable. Aids do. Yes, that's right. Doesn't doesn't have a cable, so it connects through Bluetooth. So if you've got it connected yeah, yeah. to your smartphone or your iPod or whatever, uh, and it's good if you it's made of plastic, rigid plastic, and sweat proof as well. So if you're sweating the house down, you're not going to ruin the headphones because it's uh, it, it's made to take all that kind of punishment, uh, and you're not going to knock any cables out of your ears accidentally if you're in the gym or you're running. Uh, the Denon Exercise Freak, they're one hundred and seventy nine dollars. Coming available in black, too. yellow, and uh, blue. <laughs> I've got the blue ones. Can I mean, you get one in here? Can you get one here, blue and one here, yellow? No, like you the Parramatta can't. support? No, you can't. Not that you'd want to admit the, to being the, that right now with Stephen Fennick in the exactly room. Exactly right. No, not at all. But uh, the, the the good thing is there's only one cord that connects the, the left and right, and there are yep. no other cables involved. Full review at techguide.com.au. And that's a wrap. And as uh, someone said to us on Twitter last week, a bonus minute or two for you there. Yeah, uh, much bonus appreciated. couple of minutes. Oh, I think I think it's good to add value for people. Absolutely. And you know we get At so no much extra feedback. cost. People exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're giving you more for your subscription here. This is <laughs> this is a monthly cost that will never go up uh, unless we start charging. Should we charge? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. If we'll talk about it off here. If you're listening this long, let us know. Send us a tweet. I'm at Trevor Long. He's, Steve, he's at Stephen Fennick. Techguide.com.au for all the information that Stephen's had on the program tonight as well for the Tech Guide podcast and yourtechlife.com for my podcast and other gibberings. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Talk to you next week, See Stephen. you next week. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long.